0: I've gone through hell and high water to be here with you guys today. That's how important you are to me.
1: Hmm. Well, that's definitely not making it into the podcast. (laughs) Welcome to Atlas Bakht, a weekly chronicle concerning the mundane, weird, and maybe even sometimes dramatic happenings of a simple fantasy baseball league. This podcast captures the thoughts and musings of Greg, Joe, Jack, and Tim, four of the ten owners in the league. Download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, PodCoin, or wherever you get your touchy podcast content. You can also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is episode 60 entitled Touched. Welcome, Bakker Nation, on this beautiful day. Hope everybody's doing well. GK, it's wonderful to see you. How are you this morning? I'm great, guys. Just happy to be here. We're happy you're here as well. Thank you. Love the t-shirt game again. I think this is maybe the first repeat in about 35 episodes. Mm. I I imagine this big walk-in closet with just rows and rows of cool-ass
2: t-shirts, and you just kind of go through each morning and say, what am I going to wear today? Nothing could be further from the truth. What I actually do is I randomly choose on Saturday night, usually drunk, a t-shirt to sleep (laughs) in, and then I roll out of bed the next morning to do this podcast and so <laughs> there's absolutely no thought given to it uh, whatsoever
0: but thanks I, I would like to point out that this is an audio podcast so even the cliffhanger as to what is on the shirt will not be answered for our many many fans unless you actually Oh, it,
2: it's uh, it's an homage to one of my favorite shows of the 70s and early 80s three's company it's a Regal Beagle t shirt. You know, the Love it. the bar where Larry and the and the gang always hung out and uh you know made their moves. The what I thought of as the quintessential pickup bar as a child <laughs> in, in a place honestly, <laughs> in, in a place when I, I used to watch that show and think, man, I cannot wait to go to a pickup bar. Like the Rugal Beagle. Right. (laughs) Right.
0: Right. And this dude, Tripper, like he's already got two chicks at home and he's still out there trying to pick up more. Like, come on, man. Well, and
2: Larry upstairs, you know, their neighbor Larry from upstairs, who was like, you know, actually, Larry from upstairs kind of reminds me of you, Jack. You know, like uh, <laughs> the, quint- the, the quintessential ladies' man. I mean, you know, so, uh, and I think I've reached my limit of using quintessential in uh, this <laughs> podcast. So, <laughs> you know, th- those are good memories. Uh, and I, I, you know, the regal beagle of my mind still exists.
1: That's beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. you. You're welcome.
2: Okay. So I thought long, big walk-in
1: closet, and you're stumbling drunk, falling into bed. (laughs) Grabbing whatever (laughs)
2: t-shirt is closest on the hanger, yeah.
1: That's like someone finding our podcast, thinking, oh, wow, great podcast about fantasy baseball, and and realizing that we're all just drunks that just woke up and
0: did this. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, Yep. Okay. Isn't that pretty much the the epitome of Greg, period? Like... (laughs) Man, this guy's awesome. He must have really put a lot of thought and energy and effort into this. Not so much,
1: (laughs) but pulls it off. Yeah, that is (laughs) that. That natural talent.
0: Yes, yes, thank you.
1: Excellent. So, uh, Larry Slash Swag, how are you
0: this morning? I am uh, dragging ass. I'm I'm doing okay. I'm good. I'm glad to be here. I am uh, a little slower than normal, but uh, I think I'll, I'll pick it up as we go.
2: Nobody noticed. <laughs> is that a compliment or an insult? <laughs> <laughs> to just throw shade at Jack, or did he compliment him? Like, oh no, Jack, you're you, you're bringing it, buddy. We can tell you're just as energetic as ever. Or is it like, you know what? It seems like you're dragging ass every weekend. I don't
1: know. <laughs> you know what? I think just like interpreting Albert Pujols' comments last week, I'll just leave it oh, up to the audience. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're gonna discuss that. J Lo. The sunshine does look brighter, although I know that can't possibly be true.
3: How are you today, sir? I'm just happy to be here for this piece of history. Uh, you want to keep it for yourself, uh, you can do that. That's are right. We do this for the fans.
0: <laughs> well done. Well done. I'm just happy to see that he signed in as just Joe this week, because I was kind of <laughs> concerned about some possibilities. I thought
3: about out. Eeyore, but. It was, get, it was getting
0: well that's
1: synonymous right is that um so it's it's getting it was getting darker i i was too it is it's, it's good to see you back there's a little more color it's less black
0: mm-hmm. now if we could just get your team to come back too Ooh. Yeah.
3: I don't think that's going to happen.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's, uh, we should probably move into the least interesting part of our podcast right now. Uh, I just don't even know how anybody even listens to us, but (laughs) let's start with the, the Philadelphia experiment. Now last week, you know, maybe swag could come back. He was behind by a few points. Nope. No, Philadelphia experience was crushed by the Dreamers last week. So we thought, okay, what's going to happen this week against Mix Seven or the Street People or Bad Street or whatever you want to call them? Well, it looks like you took it out on Pop's
0: team. Yeah, crushed them. I don't think anybody was really wondering that. I mean, not because my team is doing phenomenal this week, but it's, you know, Mike's dad's team. So, yep. Yeah, it's good to be back in the win column.
1: So then we have the Dreamers on the other side after leaving that game. And the Dreamers just keep on rolling. Uh, They have the highest score of the week. Nope, second highest score of the week. And... um so far and they take out the crispy chickens and for those three people who actually listen to this podcast they're saying crispy chickens who are the crispy chickens well folks so mission commission has changed her name to the crispy chickens and they spelled it c-r-i-s-p-i
2: guys any significance there i don't know i don't know that annoys me that he spelled crispy that way for some reason i don't know why why did he give in to the criticism And just embrace the fact that we didn't like Crispy. I don't know what's going on with Scotty. He's playing mind (laughs) games.
0: yeah i um is it a uh a, a witty uh way of uh tying himself in or is it a, a cry for for attention i'd say the latter i
3: think he just had enough of that emission commission beer and he's hungry for a
0: snack oh is is there a crispy, crispy chicken, chicken beer, beer? that because that sounds horrible
1: <laughs> I, don't know. Yeah. I don't know it's a cool logo it's a very cool logo it's so cool i don't even remember what his logo was a week ago i think it was a hops thing wasn't it? oh right 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 yeah okay all right, yeah. Crispy Chickens lose to the Dreamers, but it doesn't matter because Crispy Chickens are
0: going to the playoffs. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like, This is a- <laughs>
2: It's
0: a really long preseason for Scotty. Um- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but let's take a look at a team
1: in the top four of the scoring. Mr. Blonde's Heroes. What? Destroying Woo! the 47 Blossoms. Oh, my gosh. This team, the youth, have arrived, folks. Mm-hmm. Look at this. Vladito's doing fantastic. Trey Ooh. Mancini, who got a little early in the season, doing great. Josh Bell, who you stole from me. Beasting right now. Greg, beautiful job, man.
2: Can this go on? Those things are all good that's happening. Vlad's starting to hit a little bit. Josh Bell, definitely a monster, but I don't see how he can sustain that type of pace, you know, being cautious here. But one of the things that has really been bolstering my team is the Twins pitching staff. Really consistently good. Let me put it this way. I'm not ready to challenge uh, the crispy chickens for the division, but... The other two interesting things that happened for me this week is uh, Hiora and Brendan Rogers both got called up. If one of those guys starts to play significantly, you know, it has some sort of an impact. Who knows? Maybe I catch the crispy chickens. I'll only be three games behind with 11 weeks to play. So who knows? We'll see. We'll see what happens.
1: Okay, so Lethal Injection and St. Locash, the hard luck St. Locash trash pandas, used to be my favorite team. But um, these tough losses here, um, you know, for Chris and his team. And lethal injection with the top score of the week so far still looks very, very strong. So
0: um, is, all jo- of- is Joey Gallo the, the best 200 hitting fantasy player ever? Like this guy is just an absolute beast at, at the Mendoza line consistently.
2: Like Gorman Thomas. Remember Gorman Thomas for the Milwaukee Brewers? No, nobody remembers him. No. <laughs> He hit, like, 187
1: with, like, 43 home runs. Now, let's move over to the real story of the week. Reardon metal and the Funkin' puns. And the Funkin' punks. Uh, Joe, I I don't know what to say. (laughs) I, I don't either. You're losing to... The, the team that is the lowest in the power pole. I don't know why you're losing. I look at your team and I'm just thinking how could this possibly be? And here we are. You are down. Now, you're not, it's not insurmountable. If you had a Dreamers-like we, uh, day yes. from last week, then you'd be fine. I don't see that happening, unfortunately. Hasn't happened yet this season, so. And I just, I I mean, look, I know we've established we're all kind of superstitious and something is wrong with your team. It's been touched. I mean, I I don't know if there's some way that touched we- by an uncle. Oh,
0: <laughs> Joel, try anything. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> oh my there God. used to be a
3: TV show called "Touched by an Angel," and we used to call it "Touched by an Uncle." <laughs> oh
1: boy! Oh Start. Well, when I was thinking about setting up how do you break slumps, uh, being touched by an uncle is definitely not on <laughs> the top 1,000 uh, ideas. And I just no. thought maybe we could do a little brainstorming as a creative crew to help you try to figure out a way to, to maybe break out of this slump, right? So, you know, in in baseball, there's there's just lots and lots of stories of ways— that guys would break out of slumps, I mean, right? Remember, like, Jason Giambi wearing the golden thong? You all remember that, right?
3: No. I've, I've got a little uh, corner uh, niche with a statue of Jobu in it. Does that help? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely.
3: Shave your beard. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: that's not going to happen. Well, that, that's probably it, the beard. Yeah, you should shave it. No. No? no. It's,
3: it's, it's poor pitching. Everybody's underperforming a little bit. That's what it is. We
1: know he's cursed. We know something's not right with his team. Now we got to figure out how to break it. Like, so, Vladito's dad, Vladimir Guerrero, he used to smother his batting helmet in pine tar, and so we're thinking, Joe, maybe if you took that smooth dome of yours and put a bunch of pine tar on it, that might.
0: Right, that might oh, work. That right, might or a then. tattoo, maybe a tattoo. Like- I
3: know exactly how to break the curse. It's it's oh. to have a better pitching staff next year, and I'm going to be in a different division. Oh boy, that'll help break the curse. So Joe's given up. That's it. The, just, the
1: playoffs are already set up
3: now. Uh, it's a three game lead or four game lead or whatever it is is pretty big. I mean, we're halfway through the season. Name
0: change? Maybe a name change? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Seems to be the hip thing these days. What What, what should I change it to? Uh, what about SOS? <laughs> Help. The, how about the grabby uncles? Ah, there you go. <laughs> Touchy uncles, yeah. Oh.
3: No, I, I don't like that one either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't see yeah. myself making any major changes. There's... It's still a good team. Just because they're not going to win this year doesn't mean I can't uh, hang on to them. Well,
2: that's a big fuck you to your fans, isn't it? All the fans out there in Bunkerland who are following Reardon Metal who were so excited last year at your 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 run and were looking forward to seeing you, their team that they've adopted and they support and now you're just saying, yeah, you know, wait till next
3: year fans. Real nice. Job. Yeah, we'll change the logo then they'll have to buy new gear anyway. Yeah. Now you're going
0: to have to spend more money on um the in between uh, events to to keep the crowd into it, you know. Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> racing sausages. More fog um, hat concerts. You yeah. I was going
3: to say we'll we'll sign a 2 for 1 deal with the
0: the pirates and yeah. we we'll just share. Hey, pirates are trying at least. They're over 500. Oh shit, you're below the pirates now.
3: Mm well that was fucking depressing it sure was Was
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so sad though. yeah so let's uh let's go ahead and refresh whatever the hell it is we're drinking and uh we'll come back in a few minutes and talk about some listener mail that we've been receiving mm-hmm. what i know i know i'm as as, as surprised as you are yes. <laughs> thank you, see you in a minute. Welcome back, bots, and uh, we're going to start it off with something we never do, which is an apology <laughs> that GK really wants to extend to one certain Albert Pujols. So, GK,
2: go ahead. Yes, thanks, Tim. Um, you know, listeners, we're going to get to some listener correspond- or listener mail and correspondence in a minute, but first, I think I should apologize to Mr. Pujols. Uh, last week, I went pretty hard at him, saying what a terrible person he was, even after the other fellows in the in the group said, you know, of course, listeners, we're just having a little fun with this. And I said, no, he's a terrible person. But then, as you all heard, as well as I did at the end of last week's podcast, we included the actual audio uh, footage of Albert explaining his position relative to that fan in Detroit catching his two thousand. RBI. And I have to tell you, after listening, I've completely reversed my position on the situation. Uh, I heard sincerity in your voice, Albert. Uh, I think that you genuinely feel that, uh, hey, listen, the the fans, that's what they come for. That's why we play. We're playing for the fans. And I think we just really read the situation incorrectly. And for what it's worth, Albert, three fourths of the team here believes uh, that I'm right about that. Uh, There's still one person who thinks you're a douche, but it's not me. So I just want to say I really am sorry. Uh, I don't think you're a douche. Uh the majority of the folks on the podcast here don't think you're an asshole. Um so, you know, good job and uh continued success.
1: So I never called him a douche or an um, asshole. I just said that he it was Tim by the way, a Albert. but hurt. <laughs> By the hostility, Tim you know i I put the audio out there for for all the hardcore listeners the all all one of you that made it to the end.
2: you know he seemed a little kind of snarky. that's all okay, good now that that we've cleared that air. that's good, so on you know we got so on a listener mail, guys, you know, um having been a fan of many radio shows over the years, I always thought it was grammatically incorrect when they would say listener mail, and I would think to myself, shouldn't it be listeners' mail like plural <laughs> but but we're the one. One broadcasting outlet <laughs> where where we can we can literally do listener mail, you know. <laughs> and in fact, I really only have one one bit of listener mail. I have some <laughs> feedback of other sorts and some other things to talk about. But uh, we received a note. Uh, I'm going to read it exactly as
0: we received it with Tim's inflection, or
2: no. <laughs> So th- this comes, admittedly, from one of our super fans, but I received this unsolicited note the other day, and I thought you guys would like to hear it and enjoy
0: it. And by super fans, he means fans.
2: Right. <laughs> Anyone who's listens is a super fan, in my opinion. Exactly.
0: <laughs> if you made it this far on this podcast, you are officially a super fan. Yeah, if fan. you
2: listen, you're a super fan. If you pause for even a nanosecond while you're scrolling through possible podcasts to listen and you even pause for a nanosecond <laughs> to see to even consider listening to us you're a fan
3: in my book. <laughs> what if they read the description? They're they're uh, they're a dedicated loyal fan. Certifiable.
2: Um, okay, so here it is. Um I laugh the whole time I listen to the podcast, but it sometimes starts with thinking about Tim selecting music. Picturing him dancing to like a G six is good. <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> PS, whatever happened to my T shirt question mark. That letter comes from none other than super fan and victim of Joe, H.R. Courtney. So, Courtney, thank you for your your continued listenership, and you're that's you're awesome. more than a fan. You're part of the show, and we all love you here. And I did uh, dig out the
0: t-shirts, and I got your address, and I'll be sending you your t-shirt. Cool. And and listening to the podcast obviously doesn't inf- affect the, the restraining order or no. change anything. Okay. Good. Nope, not well, at all. Well, that's great to have. Her. Not at all.
1: I thought they reconciled on the bulky Award Show. I thought that you know the after party there was a nice exchange between HR Courtney and Joe, and. I I felt like Joe was a gentleman and that HR Courtney was totally fine.
2: I think you're exactly right.
0: Well, let's have her back on then. Check it out. Yep. Let's see how it works. I I think it's great. Look, Joe is
1: definitely sober. Look at, I mean, he's just, mm-hmm. uh, he's clean well, and he's a new man and rested. It's like, he's like Charlie
3: Sheen. Just, just let me know when she's coming on and I'll, I'll, uh, make sure and have a couple of slugs before she comes on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I, I actually do think though that, um, you know, there, there is there is an audience for us out there um, in, in the world, uh, not just bots. I do think that there are some smart, intelligent people that, you know, somehow want to damage their own brain listening to us.
0: Or just picture you sing, dancing to uh, like a G6. Yeah. Talk way. about
1: damage. Yeah. yeah. Talk about. T- everyone listening wants to poke their mind's eye out right now. <laughs> just thinking about that. You know, we, we talk about not giving a shit about anyone listening, but yet someone gives us a piece of feedback last week and we spend 20 minutes ripping it apart so uh, I don't know but uh, we have another brave listener who put a review up on iTunes for us so I don't know this person's name their iTunes name is t-r-d-i-n-a-b so turdinab I don't know if that's if I'm saying that right Uh, you know their review was i started listening to this podcast expecting to learn a bit more about the game amazingly i think i know less than when i started <laughs> <laughs> i was like this person has actually listened to a few of our shows they listen to it yeah absolutely so uh turn um um or Tridinab or Tr- Tr- tridinab tridinab <laughs> That's how would you say crazy. that
0: That's he probably crazy.
3: doesn't
1: remember now
0: the one person that puts effort into giving us a compliment I know. To trash his name
1: I, i'm not trying to tra- i swear to- if you're listening there's
0: yeah it's missing a, a, a vowel or two it looks so like yeah it. so t we'll just call him t. yeah
1: call him call him t t yeah. okay so t so t thank you we really appreciate you spending some time with us it means a hell of a lot to us it really does in fact For sure. we 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 came across some information that was pretty surprising. Which is uh, where we rank on the iTunes charts, and um, we we discovered that oh my gosh, you know, um, as of last look, when I looked this morning, we we're ranked seven hundred and fourteenth. Wow, uh, on the yeah. amateur charts. Now I don't know if there are seven hundred and fifteen total. <laughs> that would be that would be my guess. Um, well, we but, know
3: there are at least nine hundred seventy-five. We do know there's at least 975,
1: rights. Unless so, yeah, the others so have
3: just dropped off,
1: <laughs> we're it's moving pretty, up by attrition. It's a, it's a pretty, it, which could quite frankly be because I went and surfed the top ten to see. Okay, well, shit. If we really did want to get up there in the top of these charts, what is our competition? Uh, we really suck when I look at the number top <laughs> and, and I started to listen to him. I thought, oh my god, like uh, we just. How do I say this? Like, I wasn't impressed. I wasn't impressed with the top 10. Although, number 13 was really interesting. Um, and I
0: didn't want to like it. So, anyway. What, what was number 13? Are we not saying we're not giving anyone extra? <laughs> 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 What are we going to up their listenership by from spot seven fourteen? Somebody would <laughs> have to
3: listen to this to even hear us talking about them. So
0: right. Right. obviously, he's doing okay. Whoever, or she, or they, whoever they are. You know what? It was a, it was a
1: podcast about being a a sensei at a martial arts studio in Bloomington, Indiana. <laughs> God. Oh, Jesus Christ!
0: <sighs> well. Wow. So talk about super hyper. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Yeah, and we thought we were in a hole. It, uh, there's hope.
1: So you know that's our competition, boys. Uh, let's let's go at them. We're in coming for It's you. a little less. Yeah. Yeah, time to yeah start we're coming.
3: <laughs> well, they know jujitsu, we might be in trouble.
2: <laughs> well, let's not forget about Hello Akron too. That
3: podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll insert some of that here where we actually were able to pick up uh, a part of Hello Akron. (laughs) <laughs> just so the Fokker Nation could hear the competition that we're up against, and <laughs> and the kind of gripping audio that Hello Akron
2: has. Well, put it in context, you know, because if you just play the audio of that Hello Akron clip, it's going to seem you know wildly out of context. You know what what the whole point of that podcast
1: is? Well, why don't you? Because you were the one that discovered it, Greg. Could you give us some context around Hello Akron and how <laughs> we take Hello Akron down?
2: Yeah, Hello Akron's a, a great podcast. It's it's a guy who just perpetually sets up. Real estate visit, for, you know, for different apartment complexes in Akron, um, and then cancels last minute, and he, he, he records the uh, phone conversations <laughs> and the messages that he leaves to the uh, frustrated realtors, you know, as he's perpetually vows to move to Akron but never does.
1: <laughs> it's gripping. It's it, it, for anyone that hasn't heard it yet, you know. I'll I'll drop that uh, little soundbite right in here.
2: Hello. Uh, is this Ms. Pierce? Uh, I hope I can reach you, Miss Pierce. This is Greg. So I called about the two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment that you have available. Uh, I know we're supposed to be meeting right at this moment, but unfortunately I've had an attack of phlebitis, and I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm still very interested as my move to Akron is, uh, well, it's been a long dream of mine. So I'll call you back Monday. I hope you have a pleasant weekend. Well, who can't relate to that? You know, I mean, that's what makes it—it's so relatable. The, the 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 desire to move to Akron. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh The you know the disdain for realtors. I mean, it's
3: all there. <laughs> well, there goes that listener. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, let's just hope we don't lose T. T. We still love you. We're so happy that you took the time to put a. Uh, you know, I wonder who T is. I wonder. Well, hopefully I has a
0: realtor in Akron.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, well, that that could be trouble. So, so I imagine T as an independently wealthy. Maybe, maybe he sold a company for a hundred million dollars. Probably driving a maybe a, a tricked out Tesla, right? Just really sharp. Probably, you know, has three degrees from Harvard, right? That that's who I would imagine T is, right? Mm-hmm. With to, for him to actually understand our sense of humor, this has got to be the the listener, right? Mm-hmm. Does anybody? Uh,
0: I think it might be one of uh, Steve Phillips' old interns that um, you know that split off and actually uh, decided that uh, that he enjoyed the content as opposed to uh, uh, you know being in charge of stealing it from us. So um, that's my guess, anyway.
2: I'm pretty sure it's Bernie Madoff. That's who I would assume it is. <laughs> Well, great! No wonder our
1: listeners are going up. He's yeah. probably got some kind of scheme going That's on. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. For every three exactly. downloads,
2: they're going to make money as long as they can get three yeah. other people to, to do downloads.
3: Absolutely, Joe. Any thoughts on who T is? Was, uh, probably somebody that was just looking for Atlas's car wash and, and made <laughs> a mistake, and then listened to it. And just because they're so polite, they're in a nice midwestern city like Akron, they felt like they to <laughs> make a comment.
0: I, I think I'm, you know what I'm switching. I'm going with Joe on this yeah. one.
2: Or, or could it could be somebody who's looking for like they were looking for a porn called Atlas Bald, and that <laughs> they they misspelled it, and uh, and that's what they came up with.
0: Yeah, speaking of spelling, I, I thought at first glance that it might have been one of you guys, but all the words are spelled correctly, wow. and they were very good. Okay, yeah. so
1: <laughs> that ruled us out. You got us. yesterday. <laughs>
2: So while we're talking about uh, feedback and conversation, guys, I got some, I think, uh, simple but rather revealing text communication from one of the Dreamer's owners, not Dusty, so the mysterious Eldon. There's another The mysterious uh, Eldon. Right. Um, and so he, he texted me yesterday, and, and part of the reason I'm going to share this conversation is because I want to verify that the information I gave him is correct, but uh, he asked me how the playoff brackets are determined. And, you know, and he know, he knew that they only, we only take four teams. And his question ultimately was um, so it's the three division re- winners are the one, two, and three seed. And the wildcard team is the four seed, regardless of how good the fourth team's record is. Well,
0: more importantly, aren't they paying attention to Joe's team? It doesn't matter. They're going to win the division. Who cares? Well, no, They're exactly.
2: <laughs> no, Jack, that's what's most interesting to me. Yeah. So he was like, Greg, how are the playoff brackets determined? I know we only take four teams. And I said, right. Each division winner plus the team with the best record. And he asked me, then, can the wild card be the three seed? And I said, no. The wild card is always the four seed. And he wrote, God thanks. And I wrote, You're welcome. That's what's revealing is they're not worried about the division anymore.
0: They know they have it in the bag, and so they're already looking ahead. They're the one. Then not only do they have the division in the bag, yep. they're they're mentally claiming the one right. seed already after ass whooping that I did right. last week. That's
2: exactly right. So that,
0: yeah, they went from. Uh, Uh, And and again, we just had a Dusty on. I I didn't get the impression from Dusty that they would be asking these questions with his very uh, standard boxed answers. But yeah, it sounds sounds like they're starting to swing their dick a little bit. That's probably why they
3: didn't text you and ask you.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Touche. i know what the, now i get it you know what they're asking they, they
2: don't want to play a, a really good wild card team if they're the number one seed they're worried about playing like a really strong team as the wild card you know? they're gonna
0: Right right right. So right, they are playing Scotty this week, right? Yeah. So what they're saying is, are we going to have to play Mike in the playoffs right. or do we get to play this fucking chump again? That's exactly in the playoffs? Right. Is what they're saying is Mike going to be the four as is right now or or is it possible that even though Scotty is going to win his division, Sai, would he end up as the fourth seed? So now yeah, because now we want to play the, we
2: want to play the limp chickens again.
0: Yep, yep. <laughs> 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 <This funny shit. laughs> i think it's time to
1: get scotty on don't you think is he willing to come on
0: oh yeah does it does asking him and him saying yes i'll be there actually mean anything I don't think or... so. mm, very interesting
2: and, and eldon has said he's willing to come on so i think at some point we, we we're compiling a good number of topics to uh to provide him in advance to consider <laughs> and be prepared to discuss
0: meeting his demands mm-hmm.
1: right so basically we'll take that list and immediately light it on fire the second he appears on yes. this in the studio mm-hmm. yeah
0: mm-hmm. and maybe
2: he'll storm off like yeah people do in interviews like you know uh we agreed if beforehand we weren't going to discuss that no no and then he'll like like this interview is over
0: <laughs> and he'll get up and <laughs> storm out. yeah yeah i yeah, yeah. love it <laughs>
2: this interview is
1: hey, over. Man, like step into the ring dusty's done it a few times right so you know it, it it was a very boring interview but you know he at least did it right he held his ground it's like remember the old mma fights where you'd have like a grappler versus american yeah. boxer right and everyone's mm-hmm. like grappling so boring right and then Hoist Gracie just yeah. you know owns the sport for like the next 10 years choking people out with his gi you yeah. <laughs> know right exactly so it's uh you know i it, it, come on man like all in all, it's in good fun. Come, we take it every week. You know, no egos here. If you have one, it's going to get stripped away very quickly. So,
0: so who makes it on first? The um, the ghost practicer or the the mid ball <laughs> wizard? Yeah, or the person that might actually be a ghost. Like, yeah. which Tim which <laughs> are actually going to make it on? Well,
2: we know it won't be Dusty because Tim keeps dropping the B bomb on him, the boring bomb. You <laughs> know. <man. laughs>
1: Again, you know, it was boring, but it was effective. Like he came on, he did his stuff. Like it was effective. It just wasn't. It wasn't fun.
2: Congratulations, Dusty. You're you're boringly effective. Yeah, Yeah, right. Like just what our podcast needed.
3: Boring efficiency.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. You don't ever more crispness for the podcast.
3: (laughs) To be fair, I don't think it's Dusty's. Uh, I don't think it's up to him to make us interesting. No,
2: it's up to him to make himself interesting, and he's failing miserably. <laughs> right? This isn't a text right. pa- a
1: text cast like he is fire on the on text right. But mm-hmm. you know, he comes in. He's he's the the gentleman's gentleman. He should have worn a fucking tie. Frankly, Dusty, when you came on, you should have worn a tie.
3: You should have thrown him off. Ask him some weird questions like, "What's the wing speed of an African swallow?" Ah. Or- just to put him on his heels. Which uncle are you least comfortable being alone in the world with? <laughs> <laughs> what should the name of Joe's team be? <laughs> so you could probably trip him up with that one. Probably. They're feeling confident, so he might say something really snarky.
0: Hmm. What's that? We almost tripped him up with, how are you? So. <laughs>
3: I don't
2: know. Let me consult
0: with my lawyer. Oh. Well, they definitely
2: need a name change, though. They're no longer the Dreamers. They are. They yeah, have arrived.
0: Being superstitious, there's no way you would change your name at this point in this season. That's true. Right? So, well, do you um,
2: think there's a possible uh, offense to the baseball gods with Eldon simply asking what he asked and starting to plan his postseason matchup in Week 8? Is, that, we is that an offense to the gods?
3: I think John Crux at the buffet. I don't think he's paying attention to us.
0: Mm.
2: <laughs> I, I do <laughs> I do
1: think that uh that was good, Joe. Wow, this too bad this is not a video podcast because Cooper just stepped onto the podcast. Cooper <laughs> He looks disinterested. He can't hear you. Son. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he's looking right at me though. Hey, hey, Cooper. <laughs> he's like <laughs> Look at those it's
3: tiny like, box saying my name. It's,
0: uh, it's like interviewing Dusty. He's, like... <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's better dressed, though. Uh, uh, Cooper is? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, you t- <laughs> well, there you go. Nap Thanks, time. Joe. <laughs> right now. Hey, put him to sleep. We just put Cooper to sleep. That's great. Joe, what did we tell you about talking to the guests? <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, I'm not the one touching him right now. That's <laughs> right. For the listeners. Greg okay. is petting his dog. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: thanks joe that could have gone yeah <laughs> touched by a greg let's go ahead
1: and take a break and we'll come back and talk about i have no fucking idea
0: i have
2: a couple of like items from the week that i thought were funny and i'll mention you know something that just amused me in, in my mean spirited way i thought it was funny and knowing you three you'll enjoy as well
1: <laughs> okay well, we'll see you all in a minute Welcome back Bokker Nation and uh, we, <laughs> we, we, we're just kind of looking at some things happening in Major League Baseball because this is a fantasy baseball podcast after all and um, there are a couple of things that uh, uh, Greg has picked up on that uh, annoyed him a little bit that we thought would be fun to talk about so uh, Greg you you picked up on something with Joe Madden, uh, and um his little pissy ways.
2: So this goes to like the the traditions of baseball. We talk a lot about traditions in baseball, and do they need to change and whatnot? In yesterday's game, uh, the Cubs versus the Nats, the Nats brought in Sean Doolittle as relief pitcher, and in his motion, in his delivery, he has one of those little extra toe taps and Madden immediately came racing out of the dugout and complained to the umpire that that was an illegal motion. Madden said after the game that he was taking umbrage because at the beginning of this season, the Cubs reliever Carl Edwards Jr. has a similar toe tap that the umpires had warned him um, and the Cubs would be considered an illegal motion if he employed it in a game. And so the umpire's they discussed it with Madden. They went out and talked to Doolittle about it, uh, but they really didn't take any action. And so Madden played the rest of the game under protest. I remember from a, being a kid that that phrase uh, was bandied about. It seems like it was bandied a lot more frequently when I was younger. You know, the game was played under protest. You know, mm. and so I, so, you know, I I don't think there's any discussion or dispute that Madden is a, is obnoxious. And that's what Doolittle said after the game, you know, via Twitter was like, you know what, sometimes Joe needs to try to remind people how smart he is, you know, a little shade that way. Like,
3: what is playing a
0: game under protest? It,
3: does anything ever come from it? I was going to say, I don't remember that ever affecting the outcome of a game.
0: No, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. I, as, same as you. I've, I've heard it you know, many times in the... Well,
3: maybe did the did the Royals play the game under protest when the Pine tar incident happened in New York? Didn't they end up replaying it or finishing it? or something? I don't remember. There was some weird circumstance. Yeah, you're right. That might be the only thing I could...
0: Can... Yeah, I don't know that it's ever... I, I think it's just someone's you know coaches whoever's way of saying this is fucked up but i yeah. don't think anything actually ever no ever I mean, come. Yeah, it,
3: it goes to the commissioner and he says now yeah, well, well yeah that's what i'm curious about is there any formal
2: um action taken when somebody declares this game's under protest as opposed
3: to them just going ballistic and getting thrown out because they're pissed and disagree with the umpire's call. I was going to say, does that happen in any other sport besides baseball? I mean, could the the Saints have played that game last year in the playoffs under protest, and then what happens?
0: No, they absolutely. Yeah, they were adamant about it, and and I mean, then the fans, of course, got involved afterwards, and literally had a petition going around that that um, to to replay that game. <laughs> yeah, is what. It, so it, it's a just an extra happen were they considering it a balk is that what they're saying like it, I it guess be-
2: yeah I mean there, there's been a couple of relief pitchers in the last few years who, there, I think there was one for the Rays who uh, like had a weird motion where he like kind of hop skipped and they were you know like it was like oh he gets closer to the plate because he's leaping towards the damn plate remember that guy
0: oh yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah he would yeah bounce like a little bounce yeah like towards skip the- towards yeah. the plate but
2: yeah no um yeah, I think they say it's a bach. You know, it's uh, uh you know, not an Atlas bach, but a bach. And so... The- I was going to
0: say, we're <laughs> halfway through our third season, Ooh. that may be the first time that we actually used that word in its true context. Yeah, no.
2: <laughs> we should really be... <laughs> <laughs> we-,
0: we really should know
2: more about this shit, shouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Something
0: called Atlas. Yeah, but um,
1: right. yeah, it's an illegal motion. Actually, I did a little research while you guys were talking and there have actually been 15 games that the protests have been upheld. And mm-hmm. Joe, you are correct. For sure. um, the game then resumes at the point of the successful protest. So the Royals at the Yankees, that game was resumed at that point.
3: Yeah,
0: I thought it
1: was. Wow. wow. Yeah, I remembered.
0: So they yes. finished the game then. Yeah and then upheld the protest and went back and said, okay, it's the middle of the seventh with two outs and start now. Yeah. Yeah.
3: The next, the next time they played, that's exactly what they did. They started the previous game up from that point. Yeah. Played it. And then they went on to play the other game that was actually scheduled that day.
1: So it, it, I mean, most protests aren't upheld. Greg is absolutely right. And the reason they're not upheld is uh, for two major reasons. One the protest had an incorrect basis, such as an, a disagreement with an umpire's judgment, which cannot be protested. <laughs> so uh, mm. that that takes out a huge amount, right? And my sense is, is in this case, if the, the umpire judged that it wasn't a balk, therefore it cannot be protested. Okay. So fuck you, Madden. Turn the rules. And the team lodging the protest won the game, so it was never formally filed. Mm. In other words, hey, okay, uh, so we won, so screw it. But the Pine Tar uh, incident game Actually, it was upheld because the spirit of the rule with Pine Tower was not about a competitive advantage, which is why it was protested. It was actually uh, because the, the the rule was originally about preserving the equipment. Um, it, so it had nothing to do with a competitive advantage at all. So uh, boring stuff probably get cut out,
0: but I just thought that it would be really oh, I think it
2: it's a,
1: interesting, theory. actually. This is probably the
0: most I interesting
2: thing happened. that's been on the podcast today. <laughs>
0: right, right. You're allowed yeah. to use pine tar, but there is a a spot on the bat yeah. where it's not allowed to be go further than it's the width right? of the and plate.
2: That, that's what. A, that's how they the measured it. it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Is that his his pine tar went further up the bat than it was supposed yeah. to. Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, then, that they, that's, they, that's they, exactly they, what it
1: is. Topic. But the uh American League president Lee McPhail cited the spirit of the restriction, so he said that. The pine tar rule wasn't designed to prevent a competitive advantage, but rather to save the league money on equipment. So it was a competitive spirit
0: clause. If you take that rule that was created for that reason and use it as a competitive advantage, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little confusing.
3: See, Greg, yeah. that's when the competitive spirit. Yeah, clause exactly. Comes
0: in. Everybody needs one.
3: Interesting. Yeah.
2: Oh, so, so another thing I was, when I was after last week's podcast, I was watching the pirate game and, you know, and my, uh, verbal assault on Albert Pujols was still in my mind, and kind of the property rights aspects of the whole, you know, souvenir baseball situation were rolling through my mind. And then something happened interesting in the Pirate games that gave a new perspective on it. So we talked about it last week. You know how the players kind of feel like that these um, memorable balls are their property; they're they have a inherent right to have these things because it's meaningful to them, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. So, okay, so if they feel like they own those uh, things, Josh Bell last week hit a home run uh, over the right field fence and, you know, trotted around the bases. Then the next half inning, they were like, "Uh, one programming note, uh, apparently Josh Bell's home run uh, last inning cleared the fence and a young fan, a 10-year-old boy, had just stood up to sing "Take Me Out to the Ballpark," like they knew the exact details of what this kid was doing. <laughs> had just stood up to sing "Take Me Out to the Ballpark," and wasn't paying attention, and Josh Bell's home run hit him squarely in the stomach.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, the good news is, if he'd still been sitting down, it would hit him right in the forehead. Probably
2: <laughs> hit him. He was getting all like like they knew this kid's story. Like they was like. Not just oh yeah, he was hit by the ball, but he was getting up to get ready. He was excited to be singing "Take Me Out to the Ballpark," and it hit him squarely in the stomach. Uh, and but thank God, it only knocked the wind out of him. He's fine, everybody.
0: <laughs> that'll that'll change the lyrics of the song, huh? Well,
2: but so what I thought about Take was me out. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, Daddy, is it the seventh inning yet? You know I love singing. Take me out to the ballpark. <laughs> All right, it's time. Get ready, Joe. Boom in the stomach. You know. yeah, but what I thought about was if these players want to, you know, claim ownership of the balls that they hit, could this kid sue Josh Bell? You know, for assault for instance, because, or is Josh Bell responsible for his medical bills and pain and suffering? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, okay, you want to own that ball. That's your ball. Then your property just hit my kid in the stomach and knocked the wind out of him. (laughs) And he threw up some nachos and a hot dog, you know? So (laughs) I want, you know, compensation. Yeah, and don't don't try to pay me in podcoin either. I want real money. Here, you know?
0: Yeah, that's um that is yeah. No, it's uh, on the back of the ticket, every ticket in every sporting yeah. event. Yeah, I anywhere. get that,
2: Jack, but um, but nowhere on the ticket does it say that when uh you know Pooh sits his two thousandth RBI the Bill, the, you know, sure. the batter retains ownership of all batted balls, you know.
0: Sure, well, I mean, again, it Let's. I think we're again beating the poor guy down again. Now, no, it's, no, I, I've already apologized. No, 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 I think he's beating no, MLB down. Yeah, no, no. But, no, no you know, I, I apologize yeah, didn't come up and say, Give me my ball. No, like, it, no, the, it, the it, PR, anybody in Walker Nation guess
1: who's back in the business now? all of a sudden, oh. on his attorney hat. You know, and now he's defending the corporation. I'm just saying
0: there's obviously interest in the ball for a multitude of reasons. And, you know, obviously personal reasons, but they're they're all aware it's not theirs or else they wouldn't send people up there with autographed this and, and, you know what I mean, to trade for it. Obviously, they just go, don't get that fucking ball from the 10-year-old that's puking over there.
1: (laughs) You know, I was actually thinking about um, pool holes and I just thought that. Couldn't Pujols just have one of his buddies buy the ball off eBay, right? Isn't that a way to do it?
0: Yeah, you know. I mean, he could do it himself, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what you're yeah I mean,
3: well, I, if you like, were going to do that, do it. you'd want to be somewhat anonymous so that it wouldn't drive the price. Up, well, and and I, right, right, exactly.
2: I also thought about the whole complaint that they couldn't verify the ball because the dude left the stadium. And it's like, you know, but, but if it's something they can verify as a major league ball, who cares really if it's the actual ball? It's, it's the idea, you know, if you believe that's the ball and it's a real major league ball, then that's the ball.
0: Who cares? Right, right. Like you're gonna have it displayed, in somebody that was at that game. That's not the, the ball. Guy. Yeah, I saw the ball. That's not, that's it, ball. It, 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 there was some mustard on it.
2: I saw that. You know,
0: right. you know. I mean that. You know, that said, it, it. You know, you it was it, puke it, it where it hit that kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I
2: an, an announcer in the game. I was listening to mentioned the average lifespan usage of a major league baseball. Do you guys ever hear that, or of any speculation on you know go ahead Jack how long a
0: couple pitches how many like, pitches uh, yeah I want to say four or three something like that two
2: yeah. that's the average yes. lifespan of a game I mean, so wow. seriously two pitches two pitches dang that's an wow. average yeah so you want to hear a fun stat from last week involving Vlad Jr.
1: Oh, God. Sure. You're
0: Bryce. <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead.
2: This really, it's, not a, it's, it's nothing like No, go uh, ahead anyway, Greg. Nothing amazing that he's done.
0: <laughs> oh, please. We're all... On our oh, heads.
2: <laughs> so, uh, Justin Smoke, when Justin Smoke was a rookie, his first RBI was knocking in Vlad Sr. And so Vlad Jr.'s first RBI was knocking in Justin Smoke.
0: Oh, that's cute. Isn't it? That's wow, sweet. Dude. That's yeah. cute. I, that the part that I have the hardest time understanding is that how Justin Smoke has lasted in the fucking league that. long.
2: Yeah, I know. That's true. It's kind of like when you know when you realize like, you know, your uncle's new your much older uncle's new girlfriend is the same girl you took to prom, you know, and it's like <laughs> he, he your uncle's now dating you, you know your your classmate who's 20 years her junior. <laughs>
0: No, he's touching you nah, and me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh,
1: we're just gonna drive that ranking down as low as we can go, aren't we? Woo, let's get banned. Yeah, let's let's do that. Let's. Well, we've had a little bit of success, so let's oh, go, ahead and what, what, go ahead. What,
2: what, what? The uh, the grabby Uncle Lobby is going to petition <laughs> Congress to get us banned. I'm a pedophile, and I'm am offended by that podcast. You know. All right, that's the opener yeah. for the show, right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, I object. I'm playing. I'm listening to this podcast under protest as a pedophile.
3: <laughs> we can overturn that one right now.
2: All right, boy. Get some sleep, Jack. Appreciate it. Later,
0: guys. See ya. Goodbye,
2: everybody. Later. Bye bye.
0: Happy birthday, dude.
2: Just do something to like annoy pops like mix seven point two, oh. Oh. 7A. <laughs> uh-huh. mix seven A, seven
0: and
2: seven. Yeah, <laughs> change it to uh, the Scottish version. You're you're gonna be max seven, <laughs> <laughs> max seven.
1: Feeling good. This is Greg's Greg's therapy. Whenever you're not feeling good, go make someone oh, yeah, else yeah. not feel good. That's <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> that's right. I say that's not Greg's way of doing things. I think that's just the internet. <laughs> <laughs> In <general. laughs> Greg is uh,
2: Thank you. He's my grabby <laughs> uncle. <No. laughs>
3: okay, that's the name of my team. Al Gore is my grabby uncle.
0: I figured after Joe's, you know, uncle-touching comments, yeah. everything's open now, right? Yeah, yeah. Rolling. Not only that, but
1: <laughs> that was clearly going to get cut until there's like three really good jokes tied to <laughs> that now. so now it's fucking stuck. Now I know Greg's new method is like, Okay, you're not gonna fucking talk about this motherfucker? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just gonna make five funnies about it and you're gonna have to keep it'll it in. It, it so I was listening to uh this uh two this this I, I listened to this on uh, Podcoin, which is basically an app that pays you to listen to podcasts. Wow, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And uh so and and we're actually a bonus episode, so people get paid for listening to our thing. You know, it's like, it's like yeah, yeah. It seems fair Starbucks gift card It yeah, seems right. fair <laughs> Do they <laughs> it's, it's, uh, do it in Bitcoin? Cause the they box. advertise on an S&M website But the the mm. uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, <laughs> that's our demo
1: Swag, you alright?
0: You, you look like you're I'm good, i rocking, I'm quick <laughs> 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 All right. See, exactly what okay. I was talking about
1: Hey, Greg, uh, how was yeah. your weekend with Ange?
2: I didn't, I ghosted her. <laughs> <laughs> Are,
1: Are
3: you, you
2: kidding, kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm trying to reach the answering service from Mike Thompson, realtor. Um, can you let Mr. Thompson know? I apologize. This is great calling. I had an appointment with him to check out the apartment complex Akron Acres. But my OnStar system took me to a place called Akron Acres, spelled A-C-H-E-R-S, versus the apartment complex Akron Acres, A-C-R-E-S. I guess it's a pain clinic of some sort. Anyway, uh, let them know I'm really sorry, and um, it's a New Year's resolution of mine to be living in Akron by August 1st, so I'll definitely call them Monday. Thanks. Thanks again.